just like some sweet tea. Hi, y'all. Welcome to Sweet Tea Talk with me, Erica Allen McGee. In this podcast, we're going to talk about everything from eyelash extensions to activism, all Southern style. So grab a mint julep and kick up your heels. Let's get started. On this edition of Sweet Tea Talk, we are talking to Southern women about beauty, their tips, their tricks, their secrets. We've all got them, and we're all going to try and look forever young, apparently, so why don't we help each other out and figure out what's working and what doesn't. We like beauty so much here in the South that it took me two episodes to cover this particular topic, and in the first episode, I talked to two different sets of friends, uh, one set that has not gone too far deep into the beauty pool, and a couple of friends who have just jumped right off the high dive all the way in. And then on our second episode, we speak to a woman from way down south, two women actually, my friends from Brazil. So sit back, relax, and enjoy all of this talk about beauty secrets. Shh. Cheers. Cheers. Okay. Welcome. Welcome, everyone, to this edition of Sweet Tea Talk. And um, this edition of Sweet Tea Talk, we are going to be talking about uh, beauty. And um, in our case, Southern women, and because that's who we are, that's who we know, um, and their beauty regimens, things that we do, um, women of a certain age we won't say what those ages are I stopped having my birthday I didn't stop having my birthday but I stopped saying what age I was at 39 so instead of forever 21 I'm gonna open up the store called forever 39 um, which would probably have all the same things that were in the forever 21 store um, that I'm not allowed in anymore because I did cause a scene there one time. But that's a whole other story. They did not believe I was 21, but it's forever 21. Anyway, I digress. <laughs> so we're going to talk about uh, beauty and things that we do for maintenance, um, things that we do for improvements, things that we do, um, some things that we've been doing probably, you know, all our lives and how much time we spend on that and how that um, makes us feel, those types of things. Because my whole, my goal in this edition is to demystify some of the things that we do all the time, but we don't ever talk about. And it's this weird secret society that we just keep it all personal. And, And it doesn't have to be. And it shouldn't be. And because, like I said before, we got started, you know, I wanted to know about cool sculpting. And, but I'm not going to put on Facebook, hey, y'all. Um, <laughs> Tell me about your sculpting. Anybody had any cool sculpting done? Because then everybody on Facebook, Facebook is going to be like, ooh, Erica's unhappy with some section of her body. And which we all are, though. So I should be able to say that on Facebook. But we don't. We, we don't talk about it. And I don't know if it's a Southern thing. You know, we Southerners, we like to keep our secrets, right? I think it is a little bit, yeah. Yeah, I, I think it, you want to admit that you're right. trying to maintain or make that you even better. Right, that you even have to because yeah. we're all magically. All naturally just real. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so real. It's so real. <laughs> and that's another thing, too, though, is that I will get the fake thing done, but it has to look real, <laughs> right? It does. Yes. It absolutely It does. needs to look real, but then in some cases, 
because like the hot look right now is I call it the Kardashian look, but it's the it's the full face with the raccoon eye on the top and the eyebrows are thick and really drawn in and it's like a palette of makeup on their face. And that that's a popular thing right now. Um but that doesn't look real to me. So that's not ever what I shoot for, but that's what you see, you know, walking down the street these young girls and you also see that on television. So anyway, so that's what we're going to talk about. And you two are my wonderful friends for, we've known each other for as long as I've been in this house, and that's been 15 years. Mm-hmm. And we've all had uh, just so many fun times together and so many crazy antics. But I know you guys will tell me, and not scared to say, what you really think. So that's... We'll tell you what's real. Tell us what's real. <laughs> like it. all of my fake <laughs> things. <Got it. laughs> Okay, so just to give you a little, uh, I did a little research before we sat down, and the New York Post reported that American women spend nearly a quarter of a million dollars on their appearance in their lifetime. So that's $250,000 that we'll spend on ourselves over our lifetime. They say that women surveyed who said they routinely spend money on their appearance spend an average of $3,700 a year on beauty. And when I sat down and tried to calculate like what I spend, I think that's, I think that's pretty accurate because between hair and, uh, facial stuff and maybe there's a massage or facial or tanning or whatever. Um, for me, hair alone. Um, I agree. Hair's expensive. Yeah. It's all of it's expensive. I mean, there's, there's not a cheap thing in it. Not even the thing that you buy at the grocery store or the drugstore, rather. You know, I'm fortunate I get my hair cut like every six months, but right. Well, and yours is a simple style, yes, but I don't have to color her hair, right? But it's coming, but it's coming, yeah, that's for sure. So, all right, well, you can you can kiss my ass. (laughs) (laughs) I know, but there are other things that's like that's the one thing I I color mine every four weeks, yeah, because I have to, right? So, my question is, is okay, that that's a great. Segway. My question is, what are the maintenance things we do on a regular basis? You know, what is the what are those things that that like we don't have any time? You guys are running. I, I we're mom Ubers. You know, that's that's what we are, and we don't have time for that. But what's the thing that you're going to put on your calendar regularly? That if you don't do it, you're gonna you're gonna be sad about it. For me, it's the hair. It's the hair. Because I have to color it every four weeks, unfortunately. Right. Six wasn't long enough. Right. And I have it booked out mm-hmm. two to three months in advance. And it's on the calendar. And it's on the calendar. And, and I work around that day to make sure that I get my appointment in. And that's cut and color. That's cut and color. Okay. And? To have basic brown hair. Right. <laughs> to have basic brown hair. Yeah. So... Yeah. It's mostly hair. I would I would say most people spend money yeah. in their hair. Yeah. Uh, and, you, and you don't even think twice about it. It's just something you do. Right. Oh, no. I'm like a witch under here. If I didn't color my hair, I would look like Broomhilda. There's no I question. I would look 70. And, the, and when, when I let it go just a little bit, those gray hairs will stand up right on the top of my yeah. head. And they will stand at attention. And they're like, hey, everybody. She's not really brown headed anymore. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. All of that. But so hair is not your thing. 
Oh, it's going to be. I mean, it's, that's, no, that's it's going to happen. be. But it, but what is something that I, you feel like you need to maintain or is something that you give time to? I do my nails. Okay. I do my eyebrows. Yep. And I get massages. Okay. That's good. Um, what kind of nails do you get? Uh, I used to do the gel. Now I do the S&S. All right. So longer. talk to me about the S&S. What is the S&S? So it's basically a powder that you dip your fingernails into. Mm-hmm. Well, the person that's doing them. And it stays on for... Three to four weeks. Okay. If you maintain them and you're not working in the yard or doing any, you know, too much around the house. And then when they chip, they just chip at the top. Okay. So yes, they last for a really long time. So they're strong. They're strong. But are they similar to what the acrylic nails used to be? Well, it's just your nail. So there's nothing added to uh, it. It's oh, just okay. your fingernails that you dip into the powder. It doesn't look as thick. It doesn't look so as this, thick. I have it on now, but this is old. And okay. I have it redone. Okay. So these are just my fingernails and you just dip it into the powder. Okay. No acrylics. Now you can't take that off yourself though. You can if you try to chip it away, but you need to have it taken off at the at the place because that could damage your nail, right? Yes, okay, absolutely. like with the acrylics, yes. but but yes. but you're okay. So nothing fake is put on the top of your nail. I mean, if you want to add something to make the nails the same length, you can add like a little acrylic there, but usually I just do natural. Powder. Yes, yeah, but it keeps the color on longer. Yes, it keeps on longer, but my nails underneath are probably not very healthy because I keep doing the S and S. Right, no time in between. But that. Makes you happy now when it's messed. Me happy when it's messed up. Does it that bug me crazy. you? Yeah. Like right now, it drives me crazy. Like That's the reason I, I won't do it. Yeah. Because I can't. I can't deal with. Yeah. I can't deal with that. Um, and eyebrows. You do. Do you do eyebrows? I just tweeze my own. Oh, you just I don't do your own. Yeah. And you wax yours every four every four weeks. But I have to tweeze a little in between. Okay. As you get older, you get less. <laughs> like there's not right. as much to right. do anymore. So it's just. Yeah. A few little places. I'll tell you what I started doing that I've never done before is I noticed that the color of my eyebrows was not like it used to be. And so I'm not using a pencil or anything, but there's that eyebrow like gel. It's got a little brush in it. I and, use the same thing. Yeah. And yeah. you just brush it in there and it gives you this nice color. Now it's not. It's not like you said before yeah. where you're draw. It looks natural. It looks natural. And real. But it gives you just a little bit more pop. Um, and I really like that. I had never used that until like this year because I just felt like they were kind of. I did the pencil, but it's not really dark. Almost right. Every day, but not. But, not yeah. now, but. but you know, but you remember back in the day when our moms, I mean, they would oh, tweeze they would, their eyebrows all the way out and then have to would. draw them back in. Yeah. They would. <laughs> they did do that. Like at the end, my mom, it was just like a line on her head. Like lines for eyebrows. <laughs> I mean, it's it's the truth. Yep. But I mean, at least we know better. Uh, and you know, who knows, by the time we're 60, um, maybe they will have invented, you know, some awesome technology that we can just, you know, snap yes. our fingers <laughs> and everything style. goes away. <laughs> probably in style. <laughs> right. No one wanted to do it at all. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. So hair, brows, nails. Eyelashes. I did that for a while. Oh, eyelashes. Yeah, I wanted to talk to you about that. It was every <laughs> four to six weeks, and I and it was great because you wake These up. These were extensions. It's just the little ones they would put on yeah. your eyelash. So I went to um. It's something brow. Crazy. It's uh, what's well, a lash place. There's more than one. It's okay. Chain in Charlotte, but you have to lie down and they put them on one at a time, and then yes. they last for three to four weeks, but they gradually fall out. So you have to have them maintained, and it was fantastic because you wake up, you don't really have to put on makeup. Yeah. just have that pop. Right. Eyelashes. Do they glue them on? It's glue. Yeah. And they just, and they, you pick your style and they glue them on individually. So like what? you have to lie there for like an hour or two hours. It takes a long time. Like the first time, it's probably like hour, 45 minutes. Okay. I'd listen to a podcast or right. music. 
sometimes I fell asleep when they were putting them on. Mm -hmm. That was the first time. And if you maintain them, it's probably like 45 minutes to an hour. Okay. But if you don't maintain them and you have to go in and you wait too long, then you have to do the whole process over again. Styles. What were... Well, again, I wanted to go with something that looked realistic. Right. I didn't wake up in the morning like I had all of this <laughs> mascara on, but you can get like really long ones or ones that curl at the end. Yes. Or more of a natural look. Yeah, I've seen... I, really, I did like them, but yeah. it's just too much to go it's, in. Is it expensive? The first time... Well, there's one lady I went to. Her name's Cherise, and she's fantastic. It's her whole product that she uses. She has her own business, and that took forever. And I think the first time I had them put on, it was 200 200 and maybe even more. It was more than that with a tip. Okay. After that to maintain. Yeah. It's like um, 75 to okay. 100 maybe more, depending. Okay. And then at the, gosh, I can't think of the Lash Studio. Is it Amazing Lash? Anyway, amazing that one wasn't lash. as okay. much. It um, wasn't as much. It wasn't as much. The first time was a bit, like maybe 150 and then after that, maybe 45 to 50 Okay. Depending on when you came in. Right. So, but you had to, and the maintenance you said was every... Probably, Six weeks. Four weeks. Four, four to six weeks. weeks. Four okay. to six weeks. Some okay. people do it every three weeks. Right. But that was the hard part is, you know, just being busy moms, going and just taking that time to have all of that done. Right. I, don't you feel it's like that's a hot trend? I do. I do. Well, and talking about eyelashes, um, I have a friend that is um, the mom of one of um, Tara's friends, and she had got the Latisse. I'm afraid of that. Me too. So the Latisse. Is that No. Latisse is what they used to give to the older folks with glaucoma. And they were eye drops that they would put in their eyes. In their eyes. In their Not eyes. The no. Okay. To old to old folks with glaucoma okay. in their eyes. And they found that they were coming back to put more stuff in these senior citizens' eyeballs, and they they had all these luscious eyelashes. Mm. And Did it change the eye color, though? I don't like know about that. If eyes, your eyes got darker? I, I don't know about that. But I do know that people are using it now as you apply it to your eyelashes, and they naturally grow in thicker and longer. That would make me nervous, just putting something in my eye. I, I have this friend. She swears by it. But you're not putting it in your eye per se. You're you putting it on lash? your eyelid, on your eyelashes. Yes. Because I tried something like that. I can't remember the name of it. Rodin and Fields has a product. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing where you put the the liquid or the gel on the top of the eyelash. Mm -hmm. But then every time I did it, I felt like a little bit went inside my eye. Mm -hmm. So then I started to freak out. Mm -hmm. So I didn't use it long enough for it to even work. But my friend, um, she uses it, and her lashes are beautiful. And I'm like, I should use it, but I don't know if I was doing it correctly. But it does work. But don't you think that's like a trend? Like, why is that all of a sudden Long a thing? eyelashes? No, not long eyelashes, but like... Having them done. Having them done, putting stuff on them. Like, the mm -hmm. emphasis... It, I feel like a lot of these beauty things happen, and it's a, a trend. I mean, no different than, like, mm -hmm. when people got perms. Like, that was a thing, <laughs> you know? Well, like their eyeliner tattooed, tattooed on. The, mm -hmm. Right, like exactly. Make, yeah. 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 Makeup, uh, tattoo makeup. Yeah. Now, I don't know anyone who's done that. No. I think um, I know one person, but I'm not going <laughs> to. <laughs> you need to protect the, yeah. <laughs> the, 
the guilty. Then I'm such a sucker for the Instagram ads, so I bought those magnetic ones. No, 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 don't rip your eyelashes out. Well, it doesn't matter because I couldn't, I couldn't even hardly get them I out of the, the package. Same thing, Erica. I messed it up before I even tried to put it on, and then I'm like, oh, well, one fell down on the ground, and I was like, it's gone forever. I was like, gone forever, and you have to have the top and the bottom because well, yeah. they're magnets. Anyway, I'm such a sucker. Oh my gosh! But but do not buy the. Oh, no. That's not that's no, that to me is not, not worth it. No, but um, well, so we got nails and hair and it's okay you can eat your food it, it, everybody knows it's we're delicious. eating hey everybody we're drinking wine and we're eating a little pimento cheese and some chips and salsa and, and some brownies so you know it's just a, a beauty party up in here yeah sure so i know that we're talking about like private things <laughs> but the two of y'all are talking to me with your hands <laughs> in front of your mouth and you're whispering like, this is a secret. Is I know. Is anyone listening? And if they can't hear what you're saying, then it's not going to do them any good. So lean That's lean so into this process. Have, I've, I've literally, like literally and figuratively, I want you both to scoot your chairs in, okay. and you need to own this conversation right. that we're having. That you two so are true, probably the, you two, you two are like the we most. having a little no, secret. It's like, like, well, this is what we think. I know. And I'm like, I, I'm like these two That's women really are the most bold women that I know, and y'all are y'all are like, well, Erica, what is, what's that? What's that store that I go to? I don't know what store it is. No one's gonna know what store it is. Y'all are cute. Okay. Yeah, but it's okay. We're gonna just. Yes. No. But I'm sitting here and I'm watching our recording and I'm talking and my. My 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 little squiggly lines are are this big. It depends on the subject. I'm hearing, and I'm like, oh well, I'm gonna come over here. <laughs> Nicole's literally like leaning away from the microphone. But honest to God, though, that's the point. That's hilarious. That's the point. Like we get we get a little freaked out, and it's like these are my secrets, and I don't. I don't want anyone Why? to know. Because they're all. You know, but we're all doing them, yes. right? We're all doing them. So here we are, and we're talking about beauty and this is from cultural american woman uh, viewpoint typically a southern woman's viewpoint because we live in the south right now um, i don't think that you have to necessarily be from the location to be influenced by the location that you live in i know that in at different times in my life different places that i've lived certain people would be carrying certain bags and i would say oh is Oh, that's a beautiful bag. Or maybe the jeans were a certain kind of thing in certain areas that I lived in. You kind of gravitate towards, you know, what your peers are doing around you. And I have found that the older that we get as we're in this kind of middle stage, that we are willing to do these things, but we don't want to talk about these things. And it's almost a dirty little secret. And I went to my esthetician, and she's the one that gives me the Botox. And what do we call these in between our eyebrows? Crows. Oh, the 11s. Mm -hmm. The 11s. Yeah. Yeah. Is that what they call them? It looks like an 11. It does. Um, or a 1. Or a 1. Yeah, whatever it is. But she said that the fillers are today's boob job. Like, 
those are the things that you're supposed to be ashamed about. No more do we have to be worried about enhancing our chest. Mm-hmm. That's that, that that's done and people are fine with it and make yourself happy and that's all great. But the fillers are the things that you do but you don't talk about. You do but you don't talk about. Mm-hmm. And I think that's silly. And I had lunch with, oh, before we go any further, I'm sitting here with my two very good friends um, that I have known. I have known this one friend for almost 15 years because our our babies went to preschool together. So almost 15 years. And then Courtney and I went to church together for a long time. And I want to say seven years, six, six or seven years. Like yeah. and. Um, these are two very beautiful women, and we're all within within a few years of each other, uh, give or take a few or more. But um, but as we get older, we are wanting to maintain. I don't even want to say my youth because I don't I don't want to go back in time or anything. Mm-hmm. I just I don't feel any different, mm-hmm. and so I just really want my outside to match my inside. You know, we're still so vibrant and active. And when you look in the mirror and it doesn't look the same and, and suddenly there are things that you can do to help that, you know, why not try it? And so I have done that and I've had mixed reactions to it. Mm -hmm. I was freed up when I very first um, found my very first friend who had Botox, and she was very open and gave me the name of her gal and was like, I get it done all the time. She said, I don't talk to my husband about it, but because he was against that sort of thing, you know. The man is against it until they see the fabulous results, (laughs) right? And then he's like, oh, okay, do what you want to do. And so she's like, it's my money. I work. It's my money. I'm going to do what I want to do, and why not? makes me happy. Mm -hmm. And so... That was very freeing for me. That is why I wanted to do this podcast because I feel like a lot of people felt the way that I did. And being an actress and doing my auditions over and over and over again, and it is all right up in your grill. Mm-hmm. I, you know, yeah. you see every little thing. Mm-hmm. and But I feel like we get that with our phones. You know, mm-hmm. we get that with the the side mirror on the car, you know, you, you, you get that. And so that's why I want to talk about this. Well, you guys are beautiful women, confident women, not afraid to talk about things and experiences. And I want to demystify the things that shall, shall not be spoken. (laughs) Like Voldemort. That's right. Yes. <laughs> the Thank names you. that shall not be spoken. The fillers. Shh. We don't want anyone to know. But as Southern women, that's a thing. You know, you don't you put your crazy out on the front porch. Don't you do it. Yeah, and there's something I wonder even um, kind of culturally about the South, and you've lived there a lot longer than I have, probably both of you have, that um, where there, the secret is kind of special. And we want to, we need to keep things a secret, and um, and that's part of like keeping it special somehow. Right. Um, but but we're all gonna get the lines exactly. Like I watched a movie the other night over Thanksgiving break um, with Priscilla Presley, and she looks like an alien. 
Now she still looks beautiful. She does. She looks beautiful in a in a in a fabricated kind of way. Mm-hmm. But we all know that that's what she's done, mm-hmm. yeah. and that's okay. That's what makes her feel good. Now you can take it too far. I I, I do believe that. I, but at yeah. the same time. She's trying to keep up with being Priscilla Presley, right? Well, and you talked about just a second ago when you said that's what makes her feel good. But in, in my mind, that's part of what beauty is, is what makes you feel good. Mm-hmm. What makes you feel powerful and strong and confident and um, capable. And, and however you feel like you need to, to show up in the world to feel that way, okay, great, go for it. Kind of thing. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's I think when you choose to do something, it's all about what is your intention. You know, uh, you said something, Erica, that, you know, wanting how I feel on the inside to reflect that on the outside. And so if you if you feel good about yourself and you want to enhance those things, then why shouldn't you? There mm-hmm. shouldn't be any there shouldn't be any dirty little secret about it. No. Mm-hmm. Um if someone asks you because they genuinely maybe, like you said, you you free up someone else to maybe take that mm-hmm. uh, chance mm-hmm. to take that little step towards feeling better about themselves. Yes. You know, I right. know when I've had a few things and I've experienced and done some things, I've had my mother ask me, I've had my sister ask me, mm-hmm. and one much older and one twelve years younger. Mm-hmm. And so I do. I mean, I'm I'm selective with who I share things with, but I think right. that it's important not to feel like it's some bad thing. Because if you're, I don't know, for me, it isn't that way. I don't feel I'm doing it because I don't like myself and I need to change this about myself. It's more that how can I feel as good yes. as I can? Yeah. And And when I look in the mirror that I feel what I feel inside reflected on the outside so yes. somewhat. You right. A hundred percent. I totally agree with yeah, you. I don't, I don't feel like it's, oh gosh, the shameful face or this body of mine. It's like, hmm, I wonder what this would do for me. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> right. Yeah. Why not? Just try it out. That's right. Well, and right? if the technology existed yes. uh, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, I think our moms would have done it. I would hope so. Mm-hmm. I hope they would have. Maybe not, but that's a that's a conversation for another time. But I just I knew that when I went in and I talked to the esthetician, mm-hmm. that I was like, okay, this is not a scary thing. This mm-hmm. is not a shameful thing, mm-hmm. and um, it made me really happy. Mm-hmm. And it was not as expensive as I thought it was. The Botox. I mean, it, as much as you want to get. Uh-huh. It can it can get very expensive, and there's so many different procedures and techniques and ways that that it's done, right? So right. if you if you walk into an esthetician's office or a plastic surgery center where you might have facials done or other things to yeah. you know enhance yourself, um, boy, they will just talk about it all day long, yeah. and it demystifies it right then and there. Exactly. And you ask questions, and they say, "Oh, I think that would be just beautiful." Well, and you know, I, and they it, just yes. take that. Sort of like, right. ooh, is this okay for me to do? Totally. You know? It kind of normalizes it. Yes. And it we does. need that. Yeah. I think otherwise it feels like this far off thing of like, well, I don't know if that's for me or um, I don't know if I should do that or what's that mean about me that I'm doing something like that. But it doesn't have to be a big thing. And and I think to your point, when we talk with people who, who have done it and they make it feel like, yeah, no big deal. I did this. Um, 
we're, it makes us feel like, oh, I'm allowed to have a conversation about this. Right. I'm allowed mm -hmm. to entertain the idea of doing this. Right. And that feels really good. Yeah, it does. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> the thing, the thing that you cannot give up, like for me, the thing, mm -hmm. like when you look in the mirror and it's not right, mm -hmm. You know, for some people, it's eyebrows. For some people, it's hair. Mm -hmm. For some people, it's uh, tanning. You know, what are those things for you? Well, for me, I'm relatively, I feel like I'm relatively low maintenance. Yeah. Um, I wear makeup every day. Um, I've worn MAC since I was about 15 years old. Yeah. Makeup. That's just Do you like thing. it? Yeah. And I feel like it's just my thing. Now. Yeah. It's hard to imagine having something else. But I will tell you that... Uh, when you talk about a thing, for me, my thing has been more, so So my dad's from Haiti mm -hmm. and my mother's Swedish, so I look Puerto Rican. Women or people who have a Caribbean descent, in the sun, they, can, they tend to get these dark, these brown spots along their cheeks or their face. And for years, I didn't have that. But in the last two years, that has come on strong, especially in the summertime. And so I'll get these really bright round spots so my thing has been figuring out what to do about that okay because it sort of dominated my face or I felt like it's dominated my face and um so I had to do so in terms of like my thing I don't yeah. really want it to be my thing right but, it's but become it, my thing sure of like well, how do I manage this um and so when you talk about going to an esthetician or going to a dermatologist I had gone about six weeks ago, we were in Hawaii, actually, mm -hmm. um, back in August, and the summer will take a toll, and suddenly I came back from Hawaii, and I'm like, I don't really recognize my face anymore. Like, what just happened? To you me? think it intensified with the sun? Absolutely. Okay. I think it did. And so, um, it's a, a, like a melasma, I guess is what they call it. I was going to say, yeah, that sounds I like think it. that's what that is. Mm -hmm. Yes. So, they gave me a cream. I've been putting it on every day. Mm -hmm. I should memorize the name of it, but I don't have it in my head right now. <laughs> it's okay. Um, but oh, yeah, man, hydro hydroquinone? I think it's, it's, it's like something a white, like a lightning, that. Yes. Something it's that's a lightning, lightning thing. brightening. You just put it right around mm -hmm. here, right on the top of your nose and that kind of thing. And so on top of that, I've been wearing a similar foundation for a long time, but then I looked in the mirror, I'm like, Courtney, you got to step up with the foundation. <laughs> like, girl, I know, I know what, what you're saying. Yep. Mm -hmm. and, and part of it is, I think, it's not just the brown spots, but just overall, like you're not, when you look in the mirror, even with makeup on, you're not feeling as beautiful as you used to. It's not like the porcelain doll face. That's it. Yeah. Yes, exactly. It used to be that way. It used to me. be that way, yes. yes. We so, would put it on and we would look like, <laughs> you know, right, yeah. we'd look like the Barbie. Right. It just it was all perfect. Well, and actually, I never really felt like I needed to look like that either, but there was something I was like, there's clearly something mm -hmm. that I need to be doing differently. I think part of that is just naturally aging. Right. So it's like, for me, how do I age where I still feel like me yeah. and I don't feel like this fake version of myself right. or something that I have to sort of cake on, but at the same time, something that feels like an enhancement of some kind. So mm -hmm. so for me, a lot of it was going to the dermatologist and getting the stuff for the brown spots and going to the mat counter and saying, I need to step up. Right. Uh, I need a better foundation or something that, ha that has a little bit mm -hmm. more coverage. Yeah. And I'll tell you what. Um, when I was sitting on that chair in the mat counter and they do their little thing and I'm like, oh, I feel beautiful. Yes. <laughs> and that just feels so good. Right. How do I repeat this at home? Right. Right. Exactly. Can I keep that going at home? And but since I did that, that's, that's really But you're happy with those products that I'm they gave you. So it, right. So at some point, it is important. We can't just keep going on with the same old, same old. Because we're not the same. Yeah. You know, we can't just keep 
using the stuff that our mom told us to use, Erica. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, is I that mean, what happened for you? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of stumbled into another counter, uh-huh. um, the benefit counter, and those uh-huh. young gals were like, "And just do this and this and this," and I was like, "What are these things?" All new. What are these weird pencils and mm-hmm. and these brushy things with sparkles in them? And I, I mean, I was like, oh, okay. And you know, it, it just made me really happy. And there is also something about leaning into a brand that is not your mother's brand, mm-hmm. or leaning into a brand that maybe your daughter thinks is cool. Yep. There's a reason that that they like those, That's you right. know. Yeah, and yes. if you want to know what those are, since you don't have daughters, yes. um, but I feel like you have a handle on all of it anyway. So yeah, what I is the thing agree. that you, uh, that it's like you're wiping mm-hmm. everything off the calendar to mm-hmm. make this appointment happen? Mm-hmm. Is there one? There's several, Erica. <laughs> <laughs> Do tell. <laughs> Do tell. <laughs> well, okay. I, um, like Courtney, I mean, you know, I, I feel very much similar about just the makeup. I've, I've never really had to wear a lot of makeup, but as I have gotten older, mm-hmm. I have noticed that it just, what I was using was not making me feel very pretty. Mm-hmm. And I love tinted moisturizer and that's mm-hmm. what I typically mm-hmm. go to cause I'm always, you know, active and you know, I, I work out and I do yoga and all these things. And so to put a full face of makeup on and go do those things mm. does not Mm-mm. work for my lifestyle. But when I am dressed and I love clothes and fashion, I don't want to look like my face is got dark circles or, you know, I've got redness or I just feel like it's not bright. You right. Know? So I yes. needed more coverage. So like you, I actually had tried to seek out an actual makeup artist uh-huh. okay. to teach me some things. Because I was like, there has got to be something here. So I did actually go. Yeah. And I had a session with this person. And she wasn't really able to, she was doing my face for an event. Okay. Uh So she said, you need to come back and we'll do something for every day. Right. So I learned some things about like when I'm going to be on stage and when Uh I'm going to be doing an event. Right. That's a whole different world. Right. Than normal every day. But because I couldn't get in with her to figure all those everyday things out. I actually went over to a makeup store and I stumbled upon someone and she showed me uh, three new products. One was a a brightening under eye um, concealer and a brush that I really love. Okay. And she said, I use this makeup that's actually, it's not a liquid. It's a, it's a powder, which kind of reminded me of mineral makeup. Have y'all ever met? I remember that. Yeah. It's not mineral makeup. It's something else. Okay. Called Makeup Forever or something like that. It's not a brand name that I could tell you, oh, go buy this, mm-hmm. but it's called Makeup Forever. And then a um, a bronzing um, kind of uh, powder. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so she showed me how to apply it, where to put it. Yeah. And that alone has made me feel much more vibrant. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and because I typically, you know, and I have very prominent eyebrows, but sometimes mm-hmm. I feel like, so I wanted them to get kind of shaped and not plucked over plucked uh-huh. right so she talked to me about that and showed yeah. me a product for that uh-huh. so just for, you know to kind of echo that um i have my products but they're very simple it's not like i have 20 steps to right. get there yeah it has to be simple and it has to be sustainable because i'm not going to spend an hour on my face in the morning no yes. we don't have time or for even that to go out i can get myself ready to go out 
in probably 15 minutes. I'm the same yeah. way. Really? Mm -hmm. Because I know what to do and what products. So, right. So I highly recommend that. But the appointment thing I right. wanted to address yes. real quick. So I have done Botox for a few years now. Mm -hmm. um, I really have only ever done it between my eyebrows. I've never had any filler, but I've talked to people about it yeah. within okay. the last couple of years because I wanted to know how to get my this area around my mouth to quit going like this. Uh -huh. And I said, well, when like you get older, <laughs> you need your cheek volume goes down. So if you mm -hmm. get a little bit, little bit injection here, it will pull that up. Isn't that interesting? Mm -hmm. And I don't have a lot of crow's feet, but I have a, a few friends that have that pretty severely. When I smile, I don't get those. Right. Yes, so I don't true. have that. Mm -hmm. But um, I do have this, these lines up here that mm -hmm. drive me and crazy. You can do Botox up there. Mm -hmm. So I had been going to the same person for years, and I just found from a friend who had also gone to the same person I went to mm -hmm. that she hadn't really been as happy, and now she's ecstatically happy. So okay. she changed mm -hmm. people because of the technique that this person right. does. Okay. And it does make a difference. So I went to this person recently, okay. and mm -hmm. I had more Botox in my face mm -hmm. than I have ever had. Yeah. Um, it got rid of these lines here. Right. Mm -hmm. um, she did this thing called a lip flip because I have a very thin upper lip. Okay. She put Botox right here. Right. So that oh. when you smile, it makes your lip not tuck under like this. Okay. Yes. I didn't lip care flip. for that too much. Oh, you didn't like that? Personally, because... Of singing. Oh, did it make it feel weird? It made it feel weird when I was trying to okay. pronounce. So, and when you drink something. Okay. Okay. You know well, that saying? can't. That, that, so, yeah. So I was like, the, I don't know if this is worth it. So I mm -hmm. might do filler one day there. I might do some plumping. I, but I hate but that look. You didn't like that. I don't like when I look at people and I can tell that their lips yeah. are. Yeah. So mm -hmm. I didn't, I may never do something like that, but. I would imagine it has to feel subtle for you. Very subtle because mm -hmm. I don't have a big mouth, mm -hmm. right? I don't have big features. You know, my eyes aren't really huge mm -hmm. and my mouth is not really large. So that said, I have now been consistent with that. And I yeah. think that it's going to be helpful as I continue to go forward. Now, do I tell my husband about all this Botox that I've gotten in my you don't need to know. But I can tell he's looking at me differently. Right. Like he's like, some you he's look wondering. Really, you look yeah, really, you look fresh. You, look fresh. And, you are so fresh, and that's honey. Nice, yes. actually. Yes. So it's almost uh, better. Not that you're trying to hide things from him, but you want an honest mm -hmm. opinion and you want you want it something genuine. So if he doesn't know and he's just saying, Oh, something looks nice about you, you I mean then you know. that's the best compliment yes. is when you can say something looks really beautiful and vibrant mm -hmm. about you, but I can't quite place what it is. It's yeah. wonderful. It's, it's not working. like you clearly got Botox. Right. You know, you don't want that. It comes back quicker. And then well, you, and some you know, things are just a piece of your yeah. feature. You know, it's, it's a piece, piece of, of your, your facial feature. feature. Right. Right. So you're but, not going to get rid of it all the way. No, right? you're not. Mm -hmm. But I'll tell you, I get the filler right here. Mm -hmm. I have a fold on this side from high sleep. And it yeah. was... Kind of even that right and, out. And Looks she great. does it. And it's and not... You can't even And tell. now they will, they will fill... Every little line you have, I go. I don't care about that. Mm -hmm. Of course, I have a, a little line right here. I'm human. This, I'm, I'm human. Mm -hmm. But this that she called it a marionette line, and this side is I don't have to use very much. But this side is the side that I get it. It lasts for eight months. Now wow. it's more than a penny. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. It's more than a penny. It looks great. But I, mm -hmm. that doesn't bug me because when I would look in every mirror I would look in, I would do this. I would do, I'd take, um, for you who can't see, I'm taking my hand and pulling my cheek back. So they didn't tell me that I needed to get that. it up here. They didn't say I needed to get it on my cheeks. Uh -huh. um, she just it's said, just, and I don't yeah. even use a whole vial, and it's mm -hmm. right here on this line. And that's really yeah. made me happy. Mm -hmm. And, so, you know, they say Botox will last between six and eight months, mm -hmm. and filler's supposed to last about eight months. And my Botox usually lasts a, at least as long as the filler. Uh -huh. So I can just go in every eight months, and when you think about it, from that standpoint, you're really talking about, you, you know, spread that out in terms of months, like financially, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's, it, but oh, well, I have not taken the plunge. So yeah, no, you, well, you, and and you don't need to yet. But if there's but something I'm that attention to it, yeah, because I think that to your point, over time, you know, you're looking in the mirror over time, and things slowly creep in, and before you know it, you're like, wait a second, what's happened to this part of myself? Right, <laughs> yeah, thing, and you don't, and so it's it's good for me. To I think it's really things. just all about. That thing that really bugs you. Yeah. And I just couldn't stand to see those lines in a picture. I'd be smiling right. mm -hmm. and I'd have that furrowed brow. And I'm like, mm -hmm. I'm not, I'm smiling. Mm -hmm. Right. Why do mm -hmm. I look angry? Mm -hmm. And you know, or, or stressed or, or that I'm intensely listening to somebody, you yes. know? And um, so, yeah, that was, that's one thing that's just, I've become very apparent. It's yeah. become very apparent to me that I cannot let that slide because of, the other things I've already mentioned, you yeah. know. I want to ask Courtney because I know she's done something that I was thinking about doing mm -hmm. but haven't done, mm -hmm. and it's cool sculpting. What <laughs> what, what was that like? I can tell you about my experience with cool sculpting. So let me just start off that um, that I think that it could have worked better for me okay. than it did. And part of the reason why is because I had um, – I probably should have lost a little bit of weight before I did the cool sculpting. But the idea is that what, you're what? supposed to, that was my feeling. About it. <laughs> the, but the idea behind mm -hmm. it is that yeah. you're supposed, that it, it gets rid of fat mm -hmm. in a certain pocket of area. It basically freezes it and then it, it makes the little tiny fat cells shrink. Um, they can't disappear. I mean, once you have a fat cell, from my understanding, it doesn't necessarily go away, but it can get really, really small. Okay. That's, that's the whole idea of losing weight is that your fat cells get really, really small. Okay. They almost become non-existent, but they're still there. Um, but when you gain weight, then your fat cells get bigger. Okay. Is that right? Mm -hmm. As far as I know, that's right. Okay. Uh, I don't... Fat I, cells can die. Oh, okay. And be absorbed into the... I think that's what the freezing does from what I've been... It absorbs about. and then... Yes, that's true. It absorbs... And then you pee them out, basically. And you pee them out. Right. And they kind of get absorbed into your stream, and then you okay. go. And so I paid what? Oh, I don't know. A good chunk of change. Maybe mm -hmm. a thousand. Okay. Because it's comparable. There. They say that it's less than, but comparable to lipo. It's, it's not for everybody, though. I mean, it can't... You, it doesn't work for everybody. A certain, I think, uh, range for your height and, you know, whatnot. I, think, I would say I that's think probably true. Lipo would work better for someone... Who really is, yeah, trying to yeah. completely change? But then you have the skin issue. Then you have to deal with loose skin. Yes. So well, I didn't have to deal with loose skin, but I did have this right. issue around my waist where I had, um, I I wanted to get rid of um, the the part of my waist that felt like it was poking out of me, kind of a thing. Uh, yeah. 
basically the part that was the muffin. Yes. Yeah. Along the edge. Yeah. I don't like that. Yeah. I don't like mine either. So it's uncomfortable. It's not painful, but it's uncomfortable because you're freezing. Yeah. You're freezing a part of. Oh, that's uncomfortable. Yes. That's the weird part. Yes. Well, yes. The the whole just having a muffin on your side. <laughs> right, right, but but you have this thing that like it basically suctions onto the side of you, and um, you're lying down on like what looks like a dentist chair, and there's a nurse who comes like and attaches this cold thing mm. machine that's attached to you for about an hour, forty five minutes, something like that, uh, on one side, and then you lay over and you do the other side. So two hours you've invested in this. I guess maybe hour and a half, something like that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You bring a book or you're yeah. on your phone or you're sure. doing whatever. And, you know, you see these before and afters, you're thinking, oh, this might be me. Yeah. Um, but not really. That didn't no. really happen for me. But I'm not I'm not discounting it. I'm sure other people have had great results. For me personally, looking back after a year, I was thinking, I think I just wasted a whole bunch of money. Just yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's the that's what you want to know. Mm-hmm. You know, that was your experience. Maybe for somebody experience. else, it was not that way. But exactly. I got a really cold side. Yeah. That's what happened. You got, okay, okay, a really cold side. Okay. Well, um, what about... I'll tell you the big thing that, that worked for me. Though. Oh, yeah, tell me the big thing. Well, so I had a mommy makeover okay. back 10 years ago or so. Mm-hmm. So um, I have two daughters, and my younger one was over nine pounds. Oh, And Lord. I am not a um, tall person, no. so my abdomen kind of felt like it fell apart after that a little bit. Oh, yeah. And so I had debated, um, I just didn't feel like myself. The boobs were drooping, what boobs there were, it felt like these feel saggy and kind of non-existent. I just didn't feel pretty at yeah. all. And I thought, okay, so after I had her, I thought, well, at some point, this is going to come back together. Like, I'm going to come back, back right. together mm-hmm. at some point. Right. Yeah. And it had been a couple years, and I was careful mm. on what I ate and careful on what I, um, you know, exercising. But I was not coming back. And yeah. I don't really, I mean, when you have another human, you don't expect to come back 100%. No, you can't. And to be honest with you, I'm not really expecting that either. I, I realize my body's going to change, and I'm, I'm comfortable with that. That's part of having a baby. But but I felt really far from myself, mm-hmm. far from what felt like me, yeah. and um, and I think because that affected me, it affected my, it affected how how I thought about myself and how I showed up in the world, and and um, and then I debated, well, you know, how badly I've never done anything like this before. Right. I mean, so a mommy makeover, some of you may know, that looks like a tummy tuck and a boob job. Yeah. And I'd never done anything like that before. I'd never thought that I would be somebody who'd want to do anything like that. But um, but then I thought, this isn't getting better. And I don't really feel good about myself. Right. And um, um, so I went for it. And um, probably one of the best things I ever did. I was super, super happy with it. I chose to go with somebody after interviewing and, you know, um, meeting lots of different um, surgeons. I met with somebody who I felt like... It's going to be very, um, um, just someone who doesn't feel like they're they're making this about them or making mm-hmm. it the biggest thing or that I want big boobs or all that right. kind of stuff. That I just wanted to feel a little bit more like me again, like back to normal. Right. Again. And and it was actually incredibly helpful because he kind of validated what I was already feeling mm-hmm. just medically when you have a child. And I had a C-section. C-section with my first one, C-section with my second one. And um, when you have a C-section, all of those muscles are ripped apart. And so he described it, which I'd never heard or understood before, that it's like a, it's like when you're, uh, you can do as many crunches and whatnot as you want to or exercise, but that your stomach muscles are like um, a shoelace and they mm-hmm. have to be pulled mm-hmm. back together yeah. in order to sort of feel and look 
some of what they used to. and that no They don't tell you that when they mm-hmm. come in the room and go, it's time for your C-section. No, they do not. They don't tell you any yes. of that. that I had a nice C-section two too. Two for one. Okay. So. Yes. Yeah, they should just do a little two for one all the same. That's a thing a now. C-section. Oh, well. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what they do in Miami. Is that mm-hmm. right? They schedule C-sections and, um, yeah. Post-surgery. And do the, mm-hmm. do the tummy tuck right after. Because you're going to be I mean, not able to move around. Yeah, you can't, you can't pick them up anyway. There we go. And you can't hardly even get up the stairs anyway because oh, you've had shoot. the C-section. I know, right? Now we know. We missed the boat. There we go. Yeah. Well, but anyway, that was great for me. I, I agree. Well, wait, I, I just wait. I have that. one, yes. qu- one mm-hmm. quick question, though. Were you scared? Of doing it? Mm-hmm. Oh, hell yeah. I was scared. I mean, I never had a surgery, you know, outside of having a C-section. Um, I think I was scared on a few different levels. <sighs> I was scared because my husband was not, he, he didn't think it, it was important. He didn't, he thought that, I think part of him felt like I was doing it for him. And I was like, well, not really, actually. Right. And he's that's like, the, well, I don't really need this. That's, that's the, of, that's the thing is that they, it, and it's the not point. that they think that, but the world thinks that we're tr- doing it for, yes, a, a to be attractive to it. a man. Yes. And, and we it. are not, that couldn't no. be further from right. the truth. And I think he did feel a little bit, um, I don't know, maybe not intimidated, but... Well, vulnerable in some way of like, sure. is she's doing this to change herself? What is she? Is she looking for something else? Mm. Kind of a thing. When really it was mm-hmm. just to feel like I was being put back together for myself. Right. Um, and so I was scared. I was scared of the surgery itself. That's a long surgery. I was scared of how the surgery would go. I was scared of you know. You did you both all at once. I did both all at once. Yes, I was scared. Um, I was scared of being nauseous afterwards, mm-hmm. which I was. I threw up several times afterwards. I didn't feel good. I was scared of sort of just this long recovery. How how um, long was the recovery? A good two weeks. Of That's like not bad, though. At the time, no. Oh, but she was well, young. Well, I think six weeks You're... total, but but like you're bent over for a long time because you can't. Right. You, you can't. Yeah, the tummy. Yeah, yeah. straighten those muscles. And, you're, and how old was your youngest at the time? I think she was two. Yeah, so that's hard. Like that. Yeah, 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 about that. But you um, say and I the... think I was a little bit scared of what people would think too, because mm-hmm. I was still in that place. I'm much less in that place now. Right. Um, but I was more in that place of being worried about what other people thought about what I was doing, and like, why is mm-hmm. she doing that, and how is she going to look after, her? and are people going to be able to tell, and what did I think of? It's like the thing that you want is actually the very thing that you're kind of like, oh, what are people going to think about what I'm doing? So yeah, that's a very good point. Um, and I have to, I haven't really told you this, but I had, um, I had my boobs done mm-hmm. after, um, my second and I went through the, the same thing that you did very similar to you. I think a lot of women can relate to that. You know, I didn't have yeah. a cesarean, so my tummy was coming back together, but it wasn't, you know, anything like it used to look. Um, but my, but my, my chest was just like, I breastfed and yeah. I mean like my, you know, I felt like I had two, like, you know like deflated socks, balloons, whatever, hanging <laughs> yes. down off of me. And that's not how I was used to seeing myself. And the mm-hmm. same thing went through. I went and interviewed and I, you know, was nervous about it. I sat out in the parking lot, I remember, before I went in and I cried because mm-hmm. I was like, what am I doing? Mm-hmm. What if something happens to me? Like you go right. through all that in your yeah. mind. Like, right. I'm a mother. Like how important is this? You right. know? And then my husband was there to reassure me. And he's like, you're going to be fine. Mm-hmm. It's going to be okay. And my best friend was there. Um, and the thing I'll tell you, that was the kicker. So my dear friend and I were pregnant twice at the same time. And she had had her chest done years before. Post-baby, hers looked amazing. Oh, really? Perky. Because they weren't real. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> and she still breastfed. I was yeah. just going to ask you, was she able to breastfeed? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And so I just to just admire her and I said, God, they look so good. Why can't mine look like yours? She's like, honey, they're not real. I'm like, oh. I'm like, God, they look amazing. And I was like, oh. So, you know, I um, I had a lot of like real honest conversations. Mm-hmm. Um, I had that that friend and then I had mm-hmm. the, the people where I was going to get my facials. And I, I met with a couple of different, you know, surgeons and talked to people that had done it. Mm-hmm. And a lot of my friends around that time that had had kids decided to do that. Yeah. And I chose somebody who wasn't all about the, you know, huge, make it large and, you know, like stand out to the world. Cause I didn't really want that kind of attention. Right. And honestly, I don't know who does if that, there may be someone out there who that's what they're thinking. But, right. But to your point, a lot fewer people want that. A lot of fewer people are really looking for that. Yes. They're just looking for, I just want, thing you know my fill out my bra and like and my clothes and how I maybe had that before kids and Mm -hmm. now I don't and I want to get back to that but yeah it was like it was a process I like I went back and forth for a while yeah yeah um well I think that's wise but you both feel like it was the one of the best things you ever did yeah, I do. I, mean, I have no regrets. I don't have any regrets. The only only thing I'll say is um, because of my lifestyle and how active I am, um, I've had to adjust to some of the physical activities like running that I used sure. to do. But yeah, that that's definitely I would I would encourage any woman who is thinking, ah, you know, I don't want to do this for the wrong reasons. Like, just keep processing keep talking through it with but people at least go yeah. go meet with somebody yes. it's okay to go it's to okay. the doctor and get a consultation yes you know yeah. and yeah. they have imaging now that they can actually they have this ability to take a picture of you mm. and then show you what it would look like with this size wow with your bone structure now, you're, if you're saying, well, I want... Is it a graphic or a photograph? No, it's, it's actually like a, a it's 3D. You. It's oh. you. It's your actual picture, but they have the software that can show you what a B, a C, oh, a D, nice. a D, a E, and an F look like. <laughs> I don't think they have that. I think I did mine in 2010, 2011. Okay. I don't think that... I don't recall but that. But no matter like what they do, so your bone structure does determine a lot right. about I think how that's things true. sit yes. on your body. Right. Yes. So even if you have implants... And you're expecting everything to be high and tight and, you know, cleavage mm-hmm. and all that. Some of that just is not achievable. Possible. That's right. And and to have them high like that, you have, some people have to get a breast lift. And then a breast lift is an alternate, I don't, didn't have that, but I understand I it either. to be an altogether different experience. No, it is. And that's that's where I'm at. And mm-hmm. they cut you and lift you, 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 you know. You, they do. They take your nipple off and sew it back on mm-hmm. and that's 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 next level that's scary to me mm-hmm. but i am literally standing in the mirror and i am jacking these bitches up mm-hmm. and they are bitches and you want to know what they make me mad they're not my friends mm-hmm. because Sounds i like work out I, well and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm working out and i get rashes underneath them because they're so big that's right. and right. You know, they've always been big, and that's part of who I am. You know, I'm a curvy girl, and I I don't I don't even need them to be smaller. I just don't want to have to pull my boobs up in my bra. Right. It's and uncomfortable. Here. It's yeah. uncomfortable, and I don't like having 
this rash. I'm yes. wearing two bras right now as I'm no. talking to you. Oh. I'm wearing a regular bra and I'm wearing a sports bra over that because I knew I was going to work out today. Yeah. And I'm like, that's that's my thing. Like that, it was the little lines. I fixed yes. that. And now, but then, but then again, I am still at that place where Erica, what if something happens to you laying on the table? You're going to die over vanity. You're going to die over your boobies. But if we stay there, then that's the end of the story. That's true. But there's another possibility of what if I'm really happy afterwards? Right. Yeah. I don't actually like my boobs. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because right now I'm not friends with them. Mm -hmm. That sucks. Yeah. Because it's kind of a big part of who we are. So, you know. Your stories, while it wouldn't be the same as my story, I need to take my own advice and just go sit down and talk with, you know, yeah, and talk Dr. Booby. And probably demystify and, some of this stuff that you're worried right. about. Right. But I, I think you're right. Listening to the two of you that the, the most important thing to do is if something is really bugging you, to just sit down with a doctor, mm-hmm. someone that's been referred to you, by someone who has had an experience with that person mm-hmm. and say, this is what I'm going through. What do you think? I think you bring up a really good point because I think in, in so many areas of life, but if we're on the topic of beauty, we tend to do this thing where we tolerate something for a really long time. And um, we, we just sort of say, okay, I guess this is just the way it is, or I'll, I'll just live with this. But, but I think that, we kind of limit ourselves in that way of just saying, well, I have to just live with this or just tolerate this because we're not even in maybe sort of inviting another option of like, well, maybe I can fix this. Maybe this could be better. Right. And, and then we suffer for a lot longer because Mm -hmm. of that. Mm -hmm. I think that, I think a lot of it too, is that we think, why do I deserve? Mm, I was getting ready to say. Oh yeah. Was that what you were going to say? Well, and yeah, or just like, you know, oh, Gosh, is this really worth it or am I really mm. worth it? Am I really there worth we go. it? Mm-hmm. I remember after I had Tara, I had postpartum depression really bad. And I was not sleeping and no one around me would say that they were going through the same thing. And I remember going from counselor to counselor trying to get the answers as to how I can fix myself. And they all kept saying, well, you just need to take an antidepressant for a little while. You know, that's going to help you. Um, you. You don't have the um, serotonin in your brain right now because you're not sleeping. Mm-hmm. And that's what keeps you even. Mm-hmm. And so you need to just, and I would be like, no, I, that's weak. That's me being weak. That means something's wrong with me, yeah, right? Right. So, Taking a pill means something's wrong. Something's wrong with me. And so finally, after like the third one said, you probably should just take this medicine. I was like, I should probably just take this medicine. And guess what? <laughs> I felt a lot better. And guess what? Three months later, I didn't have to take the medicine anymore. She was sleeping. I was sleeping. Yeah, but isn't this the same kind it's of not thing? So different. Mm-hmm. In that, you know, we're, we're sitting there, like you said, we're just going to put up with it. We're just going to deal with it. Mm-hmm. And in, and this is just this is just what I deserve. You know, this is just the way that it is. Yeah. And instead of going and finding out what my options are, I'm just going to live with it. And yeah. it doesn't cost you anything mm-hmm. to find out what your options are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The yeah. Other things take the place. Our kids take the place. Or all the other millions of different things um, feel more important. And we often... Um, allow ourselves to take the back seat. Yeah. Um, 
that these are good reminders of like, well, right. this is, yeah, I feel, I feel um, a sense of, you know, pride and importance in myself just by doing that. And that's a good feeling. Yeah. You know? Well, and I'm not saying um, that these are things that we should become obsessed with or we should put ourselves in financial uh, straits to I do this or that. this takes the place of spending money on something that is uh, more important that totally. is important to your family or your child or whatever I'm you know I'm not saying that but I am saying that we shouldn't have guilt surrounding these care tactics yes. that we are learning about and if we have the means and the uh, time desire. and desire yes. to do it that that we absolutely should do it. Well, that's another good point I think you bring up because um, be, the whole beauty industry can be expensive. And so I think sometimes what get what can get tied up into the guilt feeling is, oh, I'm spending this money that could go towards whatever, anything, you know, dance lessons for my kids or uh, a new sofa or whatever the case right. may be. But But if it's important... It doesn't mean it's suddenly an urgent thing. Hopefully, if it's an if it's an urgent thing, that's a whole different issue. That's more of a medical issue. But a lot of things that we're talking about here aren't urgents. They're strong desires. Right. And with strong desires, we can make it important. We can save up, or we can do whatever we are wanting to do, and just have a, create a strategy to where I think then, when you're making a decision like this, you don't want to feel any guilt or any kind of angst about it. You want to feel all in once you make the decision. And I think I would imagine there are certain people who say, oh, I really want this, but mm -hmm. I'm feeling pulled or I'm feeling mm -hmm. either my husband isn't happy with it or my family isn't or we don't have the money. And so really making it feel like uh, I'm, I'm making this decision. I've, I've thought it all the way through and I've created a strategy to allow myself to make this happen. Then it feels really, really good. Right. Okay. Having joy in it, being yeah. excited mm -hmm. about it. I remember having... Um, my friend be so excited for me, you know, because she'd already been through it. And I remember that that really helped me, you yeah. know, just having somebody in your corner, somebody supporting you. And my husband mm -hmm. was as well. I mean, he'd never been through anything like that, mm -hmm. but you know, girlfriends or sisters or, yeah. or, you know, relatives or, um, you know, coworkers, anyone that you know is sort of in that supportive mm -hmm. arena for you can help you really feel good about your decision yeah. and, right. and be there for you when you come through, if you start to, you know, because it's recovery. It's a recovery. That, or, you know, you have, you have a little bit of time to kind of recover. That's right. Um, and you will question and, and things will yes. not feel like they will eventually. That's a good So point. then you go, oh gosh, what have I done? Totally, or look totally. at this scar or, oh my gosh, you know, is this going to be okay? Like down the line and. It all works out. Yes. Mm -hmm. So uh, I think that, and we ended up not going over any of these questions that I had, and it didn't really matter because I think what we talked about was really important. But I think that one of the biggest takeaways that I have from listening to you two is that it is really important to talk about it when someone asks you. Mm -hmm. You know, if you have had this experience and someone says, I'm thinking about this, you know, what do you think? Talking about it is important because it it's something that is uh, life-changing mm -hmm. and can be a very positive thing in your world. But also just having that information yes. is key to making decisions. We have to support each other in all of that, yeah. not 
try and keep it a secret or separate. Right. And, you know, secondly, that it's okay to look into these things. Mm-hmm. And honestly, you know what? Mm-hmm. I say do it all. If you if you have the means and you want to do it all, do it all. I'll be happy to be that crazy lady in the casket that... <laughs> Has her bright ass hair and her face is pulled back and looks like an alien. Whatever, I'm just kidding. I don't. I don't want to look like an alien. But I'm saying that if you want to try these things, you know, you should. You should have that option. That's right. You know, why not? And if you don't like it, don't do it again. Don't do it again. You know, not so different from medication in that way. Right. Not so. No. Not so different. But if there's something that you look in the mirror. And you say to yourself every day, oh, I hate Mm -hmm. that. Yes. Then find out Mm -hmm. how you might could change that. You might not be able to, but you you do deserve to at least ask the question. Yes. We all deserve to at least ask the question. I remember I went into the eyelash place. Mm -hmm. It was just, uh, Tara was looking at, uh, in some store, and the eyelash place was next door, and I was like, I really, this is a thing. I mm-hmm. want to know what this is all about. And I walked in there and they, I mean, these girls, they had the spiders. Those spiders were crawling off their eyelids. <laughs> and I was like, oh Lord, what is this? And, but I felt almost like guilty walking into that place to ask the question. And this is a storefront. Yes. You know, this is a storefront. Yes. So you should be able to ask the question. Go into the store. Look it up online. Right. Ask your girlfriends. You know, be like, I don't I don't like yeah. this about me. You That's know, right. my eyelashes suck. Or I have spots on my face. I had a spot on my hand. And for the longest time, I was like, oh, my God, I hate this spot. And finally, I just said, well, and I had a, a little mole right here. Mm-hmm. And I said, I hate that, too. And I was like, I'm just going to go ask the dermatologist about that. Mm-hmm. And within 15 minutes, all of it was gone. Wow. She goes, that'll be $50. She's yeah. like, it's $25 to freeze this off. And, and all this angst that you've been All doing this prior. angst that mm-hmm. I had over it. And it was in 15 minutes, it was gone. Mm-hmm. I felt so stupid. Mm-hmm. And that's what made me want to talk to people about all of these things. Mm-hmm. Because technology keeps going. Mm-hmm. And right. we're going to have more and more options. That's right. the, this is just the beginning. If we don't allow ourselves to be mm-hmm. honest with each other and say, you know, this is what I like, this is what I don't like, then we lose. Well, that's right. Mm, and that's and I truth. think, yeah, in some ways, I mean, not to go all deep here, but, <laughs> but which I can do. Go you can do. Go, go deep. But I think sometimes what we do or what holds us back from doing that is we don't separate who we are from the thing that we do for ourselves. Yeah. And like somehow it becomes intertwined of I, if I'm doing this, then I am this person or what is this saying about me? Right. Rather than, well, I'm, I'm a great person and I have this little issue on top of that kind right. of a thing. And I'm going to work on this issue. That doesn't mean that this, that this thing that is on my face or that's bothering me or my boob is bothering me or stomach is bothering me. Um, that's a part of me, but that's not all of me. And that, no. doesn't, that doesn't mean that there's something wrong with who I am that I'm just having a, a thing that I'd like to work on for myself. Right. I think that's healthy because it kind of separates who you are from this this thing that you're wanting to improve about yourself, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. No, totally. Mm-hmm. Because as women, 
we think we should be able to fix it all on our own Mm -hmm. and we don't want to ask for help. Mm -hmm. And if you want to ask for help to fix something on you or change something on you because you don't know how to do it, that means you're weak. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that's not true. Mm-hmm. It is okay to ask for help. And the stereotype yeah. that goes along with these things, we are not real housewives of Mecklenburg County. Well, they talk about and do lots of things, though, let me say. Mm-hmm. The real ha- housewives. They do. Oh, absolutely. Oh, no, they do, but that's what, but I'm we're not them. No. no, and that's the but, thing. You, you, yeah. don't, you don't have to be those people. You don't do have this. to be those people, mm-hmm. and, and you're not those people. Yeah. No. But you listen to them talk, and you think, Oh, well, well that's, that's right. not me. Because you can't see yourself in their life. Because right. your life is nothing like this. Right. And so you have to make this fit into your life to Good make point. it feel real for yeah. your life. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. I that's I just so appreciate right. you guys talking about this and being so frank and honest. And um, I think that um, I have learned a lot just about asking myself, what is it that I want to work on? And how can I go about making that happen? Mm-hmm. It may happen. It may not happen. I may be comfortable with mm-hmm. it. I might not be, mm-hmm. but just asking those questions mm-hmm. and knowing that you guys have done things that have made you happy. Um, I think that that's going to really open up doors for anybody that might listen to this mm-hmm. and you look great and you're fabulous. So, you know, that's really what it's all about. But, and, and, but feeling great, yeah. you know, looking yeah. great. Yes. But, but mm-hmm. feeling great. That's the important stuff. So thank you. Thank you. Thank Erica. you, Erica. You're welcome. Thanks for listening to this first segment on beauty. I hope you learned some things. I know I sure did. And let's face it, getting older sucks, but We're all going to get there, and if we learn a few things along the way, well, that's okay, too. Just remember, as our old friend Dolly Parton in Steel Magnolias said, time marches on, honey, and eventually you realize it's marching across your face. Thanks for listening, and tune in to our second episode on beauty, where I talk with my good friends Nelza and Pollyanna from way down south, Brazil, and they actually have some interesting secrets that they like to tell, too. Thanks so much, y'all. Bye now.